Welcome back to the kickback. Thank you for coming to the Melanin Check podcast. I am your host, Patrice. And today we talk women's suffrage and all that we bear. This is a good one. So tune in, like, share, subscribe to our podcast. Hit that bell at the top or the star, wherever you listening on whichever platform you're listening on, hit that star and rate us, give us a rating at your all, all honesty. Let us know how you feel about the podcast, what you would like for us to include in the podcast. We would like to hear it all. So thank you for coming. When I think about women's suffrage, the first thing I think about is the color purple. Um, the book and the movie. Um, it it was a lot to take in. Reading it not once, but twice. And then watching the movie over and over. I saw that movie for the first time when I was young, girl, like young, young. I don't think I should have been watching that movie at that young of an age and taking that in, but hey, what the hey? <laughs> but yeah, um, and then I read the book as a teenager and didn't really know what I was reading. Like I was taking in some pretty intense stuff. And as an adult, I recently read it again. And, uh, I've taken it all in and that book was definitely a lot of suffrage on women. You think about the story of Celie and how she, how she just, how, how she had to bear the children of her, who she thought was her father which was not her father when it comes at the end she realized or found out he was not pa as she called him um but still as a young age of maybe like 13 14 i think he started having sex with her when she was like 12 and at the age of 13 14 she had his children and he no matter how young she was, she still loved her children. They were, they were from her. He took them. He took them from her and <clears throat> sold them. He told them, he told her that the children were dead. He took her children and sold them to someone else. And that was a real fucked up thing to do. And it was a real fucked up thing to start, you know, your life or go through your teenage years don't have teenage years really i guess you would say because you're busy um being a um a sex slave or a just a, 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 like a cinderella story basically she did everything for everybody never had time to herself um i guess you would say um <clears throat> then he ended up i think selling her off or just giving her to her new husband at the age of about 14, 15 to a man named Mr. And Mr. was just, he was a, a horrible man in any way possible. So he fucked her when he wanted to and had no concern over what she wanted, of course. 
Look at the settings. He beat her. Um, her his kids disrespected her. They were rotten, as she stated. Told Harpo, y'all were rotten kids, and they were rotten to her. They were mean. Um, I hate that her that a that a story that a character story uh, had to begin like that. But in actuality, women's suffrage begins at birth. Women don't have rights like they should. And also, when I think about women's suffrage, I have to think about women's liberation. And that takes me to Suge. She was so liberated. I fucking loved her. Um, she she took Silly and she put her in a different perspective of herself. Um, she wasn't afraid of Mister. She wasn't afraid of no man. Only person she was afraid of is God, and she still did what she needed to do for herself. And to say that is to say all that women bear in the world, not once do anyone stop or not once have anyone stopped to to know that God is a woman. I believe it. I mean, hey, if you believe different, then that's your opinion. This is my opinion. But still, women go through so, so much. I remember um, also in the book, Miss Sophia. Hoppo thought that he was going to beat on Sophia because that's what he saw Mr. do. His, his papa, his, his dad. And Sophia told him, you got another thing coming. You not about to hit on me. And it's like, that was the most toxic relationship. All of it was toxic, but that was like, that was really, really toxic to see them fight and then have kids and then fight and then have more kids in between. Like, like Celia said, Hoppo beat on Sophia and Sophia don't Sophia beat on Hoppo some more. And in between the beatings, the kids kept coming. Where is the time to stop and reflect? The time to say enough is enough. Sophia was so fed up, she left Hoppo, but she still had so much anger in her. She ended up getting herself thrown in jail because she disrespected a white man and his wife. And she was their slave for many, many years later. They they put her in, in a in a fucked up situation. Um, just like Celia said, if Hoppo wasn't trying to take over Sophia, she wouldn't be in the situation she in now. Women's suffrage goes around and around and around. And I'm like, when is someone gonna stop to respect women stop to know that women are here 
and every time you turn around you got to look back or look for a woman to get you out of your shit like I just don't understand when are you gonna when are are you men gonna stop to know that women are there for you but you can't just do what you want to do to them and then think it's okay there's a such thing as karma when I was a little girl in the middle of my own start to suffrage like I stated it started at birth I stated that I don't want to have girls I was playing with some neighbors um daughters and they were talking about they were talking about having kids and we were too young to be talking about that but they were having the conversation and I wasn't really into thinking about stuff like that but some of them had the two-parent household and the you know the that's what they thought like I want to be like my parents um they were talking about what they were going to name their kids and I was like why are y'all you know why are y'all talking about stuff like that like that's just playing have fun but anyway I included myself a little bit into the conversation I didn't I guess want to feel left out and I stated I didn't want to have kids I, I didn't want to have girls when I have kids I did not know at that moment why I knew what I felt but I could not put it into context of what the reason behind me saying what I said I know now that I'm older why I said what I said and you know what words have power I literally have all boys I have four boys no girls and I'm okay with that I'm grateful but at the same time when I thought about women's suffrage I did not think that men suffer I did not at that point when I was a little girl so you don't think things through when you're a child so that's a, a such thing as stay in a child's place because you don't know everything but yes there is a such thing as women's um women's suffrage started at birth and because I knew of my own suffering from a, a young child I didn't want to have girls and have them to grow up and deal with um being sexualized at a young age or being molested or raped or being talked down upon or talked to badly I didn't want them to feel what I felt or what my peers felt because me and some of my peers we shared stories of our suffering um and some of us did not know that we were in suffrage we just thought that it was what was supposed to happen I specifically remember <laughs> a friend um I was in the sixth grade and I specifically remember one of my friends um was very promiscuous I wasn't sure as to why she was but she was and I still loved her she was still my friend no matter what and she started to tell us stories about her and a grown man a grown-ass man and he took her innocence from her she 
she thought it was was what she was supposed to do she thought she was supposed to give him what he wanted and she thought that she loved him she thought that that she liked it i'm not sure what the ending story behind it was but i felt sick to my stomach to know that it was a secret that i didn't know if i should keep or not um as a as a young girl at the age of what 11 12 sit in the sixth grade <clears throat> that's a lot to take in to hear these stories every week new new things happening between your friend and this grown person i'm not going to call any name i'm sure um i'm 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 pretty sure that if it was traumatic for me to hear these things, it was traumatic for her to experience them. But I'm not sure what she could have done or how her family, like, I don't know if they ever found out. I hoped, I'm hoping that her, her parents, that her family found out and put it to a stop. I couldn't because I was keeping a secret for my friend and I didn't know what to do or how to even tell this story to my parent or parents or people around me I didn't know what to do so I kept the secret and I, I tried to talk her out of not going back just like don't go back just stay home and you know don't do it again but she kept going back she kept going back and I don't even know the dynamics behind why, but she kept going back. And eventually we kind of stopped becoming friends because I, I could not bear to think about what she was putting herself through or what she was going through or allowing this grown ass man to put her through. But it was a lot for me to take in. And then knowing that I too was going through, um, a lot at that age that's a that's a tender age um to go through you know you're you're going through you're having your hormones and uh i think you just start your period maybe around that time fifth sixth grade i did about the fifth grade so i mean it it's a, it's a lot to take in i really hope that something good came from not good came from this situation but i hope that she got some help i hope she got the help that she needed and that something good came out of that because i know she have children now so i hope none of those were you know a product of her being raped by this grown-ass man over and over again so because I know what it was meant, I know what it meant. Um, and I was going through it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell anyone. Um, I, I just needed my friend to be okay. And I hope, hope like, and pray that she is okay to this day. We're older and I hope that something came from it. It's still mind-boggling to think that 
you were dealing with that at the age of 11 or 12 years old. So when I also think about women's suffrage, I think about Mel, Maggie, Macy, and now Michaela. And if you don't know who I am talking about, I am talking about Charmed. Season three definitely took me out. Well, both seasons, all three seasons, they were hella good. Season three, it just put me over the top because it showed a lot of suffrage in a in in black in a black woman. Like Macy, she had to give herself, give her life for everyone around her. And she was relied upon. So when you talk about suffrage of a black woman, Macy was definitely the poster child for that. Um, she made so many sacrifices and I know the writer room, um, the writer room has to know that God is a black woman, which y'all should watch the, the, the show. Also, it shows um, suffrage of queer women. Um, Mel, is it Mel, I think, is queer. And she suffered a lot as well to be Latina and, and queer. It just made it all the worse. So not only was she, is she a woman, she's a Latina woman, which is a woman of color, and she's queer. And she had to to do a lot of suffering. I encourage anybody, everybody to go and watch that show. Also, the newest season is with a newest sister, newest um, power of three. She completes them and make them the power of three again. Um, Michaela, she, she is a black woman and she's gone through so much and she received, um, the stem cells of Macy when Macy was donated her stem cells for her father when he had cancer, which, which, which wasn't cancer, but you guys got to watch it. It's really, really good. Um, but she donated her stem cells. Michaela had cancer. She got stem cell therapy and received the cells of Macy, which made her magic and, um, always possible. Like her, her uh, magic was like over the top, like top tier number one. Like she was able to manifest shit just from visualizing or drawing. It started with her drawings and she was just able to like in thin air manifest some shit and it comes to life. Like that's cool ass powers. Um, <laughs> talking about the age of the Aquarius last year and did y'all get y'all powers? Do y'all remember, do y'all remember that, um, that, that saying or that when that happened last year um did, did you get your powers yet so she definitely got some good ass powers so yeah so you guys go and watch that show it charmed is definitely top tier um it's on netflix it's a c i think it's a cw show um as well but it, it's on Netflix all four seasons. I'm waiting for season five. I'm so ready. But I want to know who is at the writer's table. Shout out to you. Kudos to you. 
Um, if you're at the writer's table, please reach out to me. I would like to have a discussion with you guys to find out what are you thinking when you're at the table or in your groups um, putting this story together. That's what I would love to know. Um, I also want to say that I am thankful for Beyonce and Break My Soul because I think it's called, yeah, You Won't Break My Soul. Yeah, I'm grateful for that song. It came at the right time. It came at the right time. And it came at a time of me going through suffrage um, myself. I needed to take care of myself recently. This is also a call to action to take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, no one, no one will take care of you. They're not going to care. I, I, I ended up not in a good place mentally. And I got myself some help. And it all started from me allowing myself to suffer, which I shouldn't have. I should have been stronger than that. Not stronger than that, but I should have just nipped things in the bud before it got that far is what I mean. Um, but I allow, allow myself to suffer. And from that suffrage, I like, hey, let, let's go get some help. I got some help. I was there for about four and a half days and I feel so much better now that I'm able to use my coping mechanisms and tools to get through. Um, things were really, really fucked up. It was really hectic. Okay, to be transparent, because I was, I decided to get help for myself. I lost my job behind it. Yeah, um, some jobs don't take excuses from doctors. They don't care. That means they don't care. And I was okay. I was okay even after they said, you know, you were terminated. And I was like, you know, hey, I have, you know, the documentation showing where I was. I called you and let you know. I texted you all and let you know where I was and you still turned me. Fuck you. But, you know, you have to take care of yourself. I encourage each and every one of you to take care of yourself, please, for me. Um, now there is a, um, it came out yesterday, um, which is, and I talked about it, um, I talked about it on a, a few episodes back, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They have a new three-digit short message um, code, which is 988. If you need it, use it. 988, you can text that number. I think you can text that number. Um, no, actually, you call that number, sorry. And you'll be routed to counselors and people who can help you. Their number also is 800-273-8255. Please call them. Please give them a call.
when I think about women's suffrage, the first thing I think about is the color purple. Um, the book and the movie. Um, it, it was a lot to take in. Reading it not once, but twice. And then watching the movie over and over. I saw that movie for the first time when I was younger, like young, young. I don't think I should have been watching that movie at that young of an age and taking that in, but hey, what the hey? <laughs> but yeah, um, and then I read the book as a teenager and didn't really know what I was reading. Like I was taking in some pretty intense stuff. And as an adult, I recently read it again and, uh, I've taken it all in and that book was definitely a lot of suffrage on women. You think about the story of Celie and how she, how she just, how, how she had to bear the children of her who she thought was her father, which was not her father. When it come at the end, she realized or found out he was not Pa, as she called him. Um, but still, as a young age of maybe like 13, 14, I think he started having sex with her when she was like 12. And at the age of 13, 14, she had his children. And he no matter how young she was she still loved her children they were they were from her he took them he took them from her and <clears throat> sold them he told that he told her that the children were dead he took her children and sold them to someone else and that was a real fucked up thing to do and it was a real fucked up thing to start you know your life or go through your teenage years don't have teenage years really i guess you would say because you're busy um being a um a sex slave or a just a, 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 like a cinderella story basically she did everything for everybody never had time to herself um i guess you would say um <clears throat> then he ended up i think selling her off or just giving her to her new husband at the age of about 14, 15 to a man named Mr. And Mr. was just, he was a, a horrible man in any way possible. So he fucked her when he wanted to and had no concern over what she wanted, of course. Look at the settings. He beat her. Um, her his kids disrespected her. They were rotten, as she stated. Told Harpo, y'all were rotten kids, and they were rotten to her. They were mean. Um, I hate that her that a that a story that a character story uh had to begin like that, but in actuality women's suffrage begins at birth women don't have rights like they should and also 
when I think about women's suffrage, I have to think about women's liberation. And that takes me to Suge. She was so liberated. I fucking loved her. Um, she, she took silly and she put her in a different perspective of herself. Um, she wasn't afraid of Mr. She wasn't afraid of no man. Only person she was afraid of is God. And she still did what she needed to do for herself. And to say that is to say all that women bear in the world, not once do anyone stop or not once have anyone stopped to to know that God is a woman. I believe it. I mean, hey, if you believe different, then that's your opinion. This is my opinion. But still, women go through so, so much. I remember um, also in the book, Miss Sophia. Hoppo thought that he was going to beat on Sophia because that's what he saw Mr. do. His, his papa, his, his dad. And Sophia told him, you got another thing coming. You not about to hit on me. And it's like, that was the most toxic relationship. All of it was toxic, but that was like, that was really, really toxic to see them fight and then have kids and then fight and then have more kids in between. Like, like Celie said, Hoppo beat on Sophia and Sophia, Sophia beat on Hoppo some more. And in between the beatings, the kids kept coming. Where is the time to stop and reflect? The time to say enough is enough. Sophia was so fed up. She left Hoppo, but she still had so much anger in her. She ended up getting herself thrown in jail because she disrespected a white man and his wife. And she was their slave for many, many years later. They they put her in, in a in a fucked up situation. Um, just like Celia said, if Hoppo wasn't trying to take over Sophia, she wouldn't be in the situation she in now. Women's suffrage goes around and around and around. And I'm like, when is someone gonna stop to respect women stop to know that women are here and every time you turn around you got to look back or look for a woman to get you out of your shit like i just don't understand when are you gonna when are are you men gonna stop to know that women are there for you but you can't just do what you want to do to them and then think it's okay there's a such thing as karma. When I was a little girl in the middle of my own start to suffrage, like I stated, it started at birth. I stated that I don't want to have girls. 
I was playing with some neighbors, um, daughters, and they were talking about, they were talking about having kids and we were too young to be talking about that, but they were having the conversation and I wasn't really into thinking about stuff like that, but some of them had the two parent household and the, you know, the, that's what they thought. Like, I want to be like my parents. Um, they were talking about what they were going to name their kids. And I was like, why are y'all, you know, why are y'all talking about stuff like that? Like, that's just playing have fun. But anyway, I included myself a little bit into the conversation. I didn't, I guess, want to feel left out. And I stated I didn't want to have kids. I, I didn't want to have girls when I have kids. I did not know at that moment why. I knew what I felt. But I could not put it into context of what the reason behind me saying what I said. I know now that I'm older why I said what I said. And you know what? Words have power. I literally have all boys. I have four boys, no girls. And I'm okay with that. I'm grateful. But at the same time, when I thought about women's suffrage, I did not think that men suffer. I did not at that point when I was a little girl. So you don't think things through when you're a child. So that's a a such thing as stay in a child's place because you don't know everything. But yes, there is a such thing as women's um, women's suffrage started at birth. And because I knew of my own suffering from a, a young child, I didn't want to have girls and have them to grow up and deal with Um, being sexualized at a young age or being molested or raped or being talked down upon or talked to badly. I didn't want them to feel what I felt or what my peers felt because me and some of my peers, we shared stories of our suffering. Um, And some of us did not know that we were in suffrage. We just thought that it was what was supposed to happen. I specifically remember <laughs> a friend. Um, I was in the sixth grade. And I specifically remember one of my friends um, was very promiscuous. I wasn't sure as to why she was, but she was. And I still loved her. She was still my friend no matter what. And she started to tell us stories about her and a grown man, a grown ass man. And he took her innocence from her. She, she thought it was, was what she was supposed to do. She thought she was supposed to give him what he wanted. And she thought that she loved him. She thought that that she liked it. I'm not sure what the ending story behind it was, but I felt sick to my stomach to know that it was a secret that I didn't know if I should keep or not. Um, as a, as a young girl at the age of what, 11, 12, sitting in the sixth grade, <clears throat> that's a lot to take in to hear these stories every week new new things happening between your friend and this grown person 
I'm not going to call any names. I'm sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if it was traumatic for me to hear these things, it was traumatic for her to experience them, but I'm not sure what she could have done or how her family, like, I don't know if they ever found out. I hoped, I'm hoping that her, her parents, that her family found out and put it to a stop. I couldn't because I was keeping a secret for my friend and I didn't know what to do or how to even tell this story to my parents or parents or people around me. I didn't know what to do. So I kept the secret and I, I tried to talk her out of not going back. Just like, don't go back. Just stay home and, you know, don't do it again. But she kept going back. She kept going back. And I don't even know the dynamics behind why, but she kept going back. And eventually we kind of stopped becoming friends because I, I could not bear to think about what she was putting herself through or what she was going through or allowing this grown ass man to put her through. But it was a lot for me to take in. And then knowing that I too was going through, um, a lot at that age. That's a, that's a tender age, um, to go through, you know, you're, you're going through, you're having your hormones and, uh, I think you just start your period, maybe around that time, fifth, sixth grade. I did about the fifth grade. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's a lot to take in. I really hope that something good came from, not good came from the situation, but I hope that she got some help. I hope she got the help that she needed and that something good came out of that because I know she have children now. So I hope none of those were, you know, a product of, her being raped by this grown ass man over and over again. So because I know what it was meant, I know what it meant. Um, and I was going through it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell anyone. Um, I, I just needed my friend to be okay. And I hope, hope like and pray that she is okay to this day we're older and I hope that something came from it it's still mind-boggling to think that you were dealing with that at the age of 11 or 12 years old so when I also think about women's suffrage I think about Mel Maggie Macy and now Michaela and if you don't know who I am talking about, I am talking about Charmed. Season three definitely took me out. Well, both seasons, all three seasons, they were hella good. Season three, it just put me over the top because it showed a lot of suffrage in a in in black in a black woman like Macy she had to give herself 
give her life for everyone around her. And she was relied upon. So when you talk about suffrage of a black woman, Macy was definitely the poster child for that. Um, she made so many sacrifices and I know the writer room, um, the writer room has to know that God is a black woman, which y'all should watch the, the, the show. Also, it shows, um, suffrage of queer women. Um, male, is it male? I think is queer and she suffered a lot as well to be Latina and, and queer. It just made it all the worse. So not only was she, is she a woman? She's a Latina woman, which is a woman of color and she's queer and she had to, to do a lot of suffering. I encourage anybody, everybody to go and watch that show. Also, the newest season is with uh, newest sister, newest um, power of three. She completes them and make them the power of three again. Um, Michaela, she she is a black woman, and she's gone through so much. And she received um, the stem cells of Macy when Macy was donated her stem cells for her father when he had cancer which 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 wasn't cancer but you guys gotta watch it it's really really good um but she donated her stem cells Michaela had cancer she got stem cell therapy and received the cells of Macy which made her magic and um always possible like her her uh magic was like over the top like top tier number one like she was able to manifest shit just from visualizing or drawing it started with her drawings and she was just able to like in thin air manifest some shit and it comes to life like that's cool ass powers um <laughs> talking about the age of the aquarius last year and did y'all get y'all powers do y'all remember do y'all remember that um that that saying or that when that happened last year um did, did you get your powers yet so she definitely got some good ass powers. So yeah. So you guys go and watch that show. It Charmed is definitely top tier. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a C. I think it's a CW show. Um, as well, but it, it's on Netflix all four seasons. I'm waiting for season five. I'm so ready. But I want to know who is at the writer's table. Shout out to you. Kudos to you. Um, If you're at the writer's table, please reach out to me. I would like to have a discussion with you guys to find out what are you thinking when you're at the table or in your groups um, putting this story together. That's what I would love to know. Um, I also want to say that I am thankful for Beyonce and break my soul because I think it's called yeah you won't break my soul yeah I'm grateful for that song it came at the right time it came at the right time and it came at a time of me going through suffrage um myself 
I needed to take care of myself recently. This is also a call to action to take care of you. Because if you don't take care of you, no one, no one will take care of you. They're not going to care. I, I, I ended up not in a good place mentally and I got myself some help and it all started from me allowing myself to suffer, which I shouldn't have. I should have been stronger than that. Not stronger than that, but I should have just nipped things in the bud before it got that far is what I mean. Um, but I allow, allow myself to suffer. And from that suffrage, I like, hey, let, let's go get some help. I got some help. I was there for about four and a half days. And I feel so much better now that I'm able to use my coping mechanisms and tools to get through. Um, things were really, really fucked up. It was really hectic. Okay, to be transparent, because I was, I decided to get help for myself. I lost my job behind it. Yeah, um, some jobs don't take excuses from doctors. They don't care. That means they don't care. And I was okay. I was okay even after they said, you know, you were terminated. And I was like, you know, hey, I have, you know, the documentation showing where I was. I called you and let you know. I text you all and let you know where I was and you still turn me. Fuck you. But, you know, you have to take care of yourself. I encourage each and every one of you to take care of yourself, please, for me. Um, now there is a, um, it came out yesterday. Um, which is, and I talked about it, um, I talked about it on a a few episodes back, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They have a new three digit short message, um, code, which is 988. If you need it, use it. 988, you can text that number. I think you can text that number. Um, no, actually you call that number, sorry. And you'll be routed to counselors and people who can help you. Their number also is 800-273-8255. Please call them. Please give them a call. No one can have one up on you that you don't already have up on yourself. You know you. They are trying. Fight, let go, reevaluate, attack, and win. Your story is your story. Tell it with grace. Be grateful daily. Take your time. Fix and run your own marathon in your own world. Love on you more. And most importantly, relax. Relax.